Hi, welcome to the Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. This podcast is to inspire, support, and build community for mothers raising children with autism. I'm Bridget Shipman, the host and creator of the Mother's Guide Through Autism. This podcast has been inspired by my son, Joseph, who has been living with autism for the past 30 years. Hey, podcast listeners, my book, Mother's Guide Through Autism, co-authored with my son, Joseph, is now available for purchase on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Order your copy today and please leave a review to help spread the word. See you there. Hi, everyone. This is Bridget Shipman, and I'm the host of A Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. And I'm excited about what I'm talking about with you today, which is number three on my essential piece of advice list. And it is begin with you. I just had a really enlightening conversation with one of my life coach friends, and we were talking about intention and what is our deep intention of the work that we're doing with our clients. And I really had to take a second because I have so much that I want to say most of the time that I find it difficult to condense what my purpose is with all of you in one statement. So she helped me out a lot. And when I paused and I took a breath and I slowed down, I began explaining that my purpose was helping moms heal their hearts. So you might've heard me say that more than once. But I wanted to go deeper with that. Yes, I want to help other mothers who have children on the autistic spectrum heal their hearts. So as she was asking me to go a little deeper, I began with a statement in my purpose. And I said, I am aggressively ambitious to heal mother's hearts went a little further. And then I just realized that aggressively ambitious may sound, you know, aggressive tends to have a negative connotation to it. And I certainly don't want to come across as negative, but for this purpose, for whatever reason, that word, those words, aggressively ambitious really fit what I want to do. And I am aggressively ambitious and helping mothers heal their hearts. So that is, that really helped me focus and help me get even deeper with what I am doing, what I want you to know, and how can I help you heal your heart? And why is that so important? So I took a few more moments and what I want you to do is for you to take a breath and slow down because when you hear me say that, I would like for you to absorb that. I ambitiously, aggressively 
right? I am aggressively ambitious in healing your hearts. So what that looks like for me is, and I think this is the the main reason that I wrote A Mother's Guide Through Autism, why I partnered up with my son, Joseph, because I thought, you know, the more moms that I talk to, the more that I could see that there were a couple things that were blocking them from healing their heart, from taking the time out for themselves. A lot of it is time. A lot of it is as a nurturer, you're going to put yourself on the bottom of the list of things to do. That is fairly typical. It's not unusual. So how can we do this paradigm shift in thinking and believing and absorbing and knowing that if you were to truly take the time out to do this inner work, that you would feel more happiness, that you would live a life filled with more joy because you would not be carrying around pain. And you see, that is what I did. And I talk about it a lot because I think it is so important. So let's pause there. And I want you to take a breath and I want you to actually think about what it means to begin with you for you. If we're going to heal that heart, if you're going to do this work, if you're going to begin with you, take a breath and absorb that message, why it's so important for you to put you first. It feels selfish. I know there's a huge resistance, a huge block that comes through. And what I know for sure is that if that oxygen mask drops and you don't put it on first, you're not going to be able to have the resilience, the energy that you need for everything else that you really, really want to nurture. So nurturing self begin with you is where we start. So that's why this piece of advice is so important. And I'm here to tell you that I didn't do this work And the only reason that I began doing this work in my 50s was because I was trying to help someone else. And then along the way, I discovered that the only way to help this this person was to help myself. And that includes not just my life tsunami of finding out my son was going to live with a lifelong disability. But the other life tsunamis that that hit my life, I mean, I didn't walk away with one life tsunami of a diagnosis. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you haven't either. So let's build a toolbox. Let's start putting these nurturing practices into place in your life so that when you do hit your next or you get hit with your next life tsunami, that you're a little better prepared and you have built awareness around it. I think that's key is building the awareness, whether you're ready to actually implement self-compassion in your life today, just beginning to think about it, to absorb that this essential piece of advice is crucial. It is essential 
through your autism journey as a mother guide. And I speak with deep passion about this because I know it's true. I know it is. I have lived it. I have done it. And what makes me so aggressive about healing your heart is that I know that it's going to bring you more joy. I'm so aggressively ambitious and helping you heal your heart. So I also wanted to mention that if you are in a place right now where you're hearing it, and you've started the awareness process where, oh, you know, I really am wanting to put some nurturing practices in place in my life, but I don't know how. I don't know how to set aside the time. I don't know how to implement self-compassion, self-love, all these nurturing practices that are, are really pretty common to hear about in the time that we're living when, when I was, you know, at the beginning of my autism journey, it was just that movement had just began. And so now having done the work, I understand both sides of it, right? You want to take care of yourself. You've heard someone like me tell you, if you'll do this work, if you'll take the time for you, you're going to feel better. You're going to be happier. And it does affect your child, your children, your family, all your relationships that you have. And the most important relationship is the relationship that you have with yourself. How to build upon that, how to nurture, how to love and give yourself what it is that you're craving. So as we move forward with today's episode, I wanted to really bring forth how important it is for you to start a awareness to implement nurturing practices and to give yourself the self-compassion and self-love that you're giving to everybody else. And I know that you are. I know you are because you're a nurturer. You're listening to this because you're looking for resources, for answers, and the how-tos and making your life a happier, more joyous life. You want you want to get there again. So let's talk about it. Um, you know, I had a huge, I carried around a huge knot and everybody carries pain in different places in their body. I carry my pain in my, in my solar plexus. I just had this knot, uh, really, I could feel it. And if I think about it, I can instantly feel it again. And it was this huge, messy knot. And it was just all the stress, overwhelm. I felt like I was misunderstood. If I explained to anyone what autism was like, and I was the professional with my son, Maybe I didn't have all autistic kids down or had enough knowledge to share, but I had a lot of knowledge. 
And so when I spoke on behalf of my son and I tried to explain why he did or what was really going on with him, with his sensory issues, why he would have meltdowns um, when we, you know, would go out in public, you know, the shameful judgment looks that we all get because our kids are not in the eyes of others managed or behaving or doing the things that one gets judged upon and you get voted best parent of the year if your child is completely compliant. Well, first of all, as a former teacher, I've never met a child or another human being that's completely compliant and yay for that because it's part of our development um, on this earth as we are on this human experience. So to judge other parenting is, you know, just the, the it's ridiculous because we have no idea. Look, we have no idea why other kids are having meltdowns. Maybe the parents could use some, some help and get a parent coach. Absolutely. But in some circumstances, it's because they're on sensory overload because they are having a meltdown and they can't communicate what it is that is going on with them. So when, when I was there and I felt misunderstood like that, you know, my knot would just grow. So I'm talking about carrying around whatever it is that you're carrying around with you. And I assure you, if your child has just been diagnosed, I know your pain is big and messy and this diagnosis is really scary and it's big. And I, I just want you to give yourself some grace in this moment because I think back and just taking a breath and building that awareness will help you move forward in your self-compassion and help you grow it. A breath is really important when you're starting to feel that knot or when you're starting to feel, you may not feel your pain in your solar plexus like I do. You may feel stress along your neck. You may feel stress in your throat. You generally will have it in more than one place in your body. So when you're starting to feel like your breathing is becoming more shallow, Take a deep breath and just begin to slow down. When you can slow down, then you can start to build your awareness and you can go, okay, I'm going to take that mantra that Bridget talked about and I'm going to give my, my mantra with that breath three times in a row and I'm going to just slow down. That is a great first step to self-compassion. That's a great tool to take a breath is to slow down, is to build awareness. And you're slowly taking your first step, that baby step to self-compassion. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about simple tools, very, very simple, but also very effective and essential. I have a chapter 
in a mother's guide through autism. And I brought my book um, because I was going to talk about this. And you're going to hear me talk about this book a lot because I wrote it to aggressively, ambitiously heal your heart. And I want as many moms as many moms as I can to talk about this book. It is a workbook. It's a guided book with all the tools that I'm talking to you about. And, you know, I'm in my second career right now. I um, have been a teacher for more than 20 years. And so I'm doing this um, to just, just to, to help other moms and to help kids and to help my son. So what I've always done is whatever I'm passionate about is generally comes from the experiences that I've had trying to help my own son find his way to help myself find my way and to get to a place where that not is not present in your everyday life. So what I'm talking about today is, is uh, chapter 11 and in chapter 11 of a mother's guide through autism, I, I really go into the self-compassion piece, what we're talking about today as one of the um, important essential pieces of advice. So as I, I give you this uh, practice today, if you do want to go deeper, you can pick up a mother's guide through autism on Amazon or message me ask me questions. I am here for you. That's what I'm here for. I want you to build that resilience, that resistance, to be able to dissolve that knot of pain and to be able to move forward on your autism journey uh, with with more happiness and more joy. So what we're going to do right now is if you're um, driving, as always, Go ahead and and keep listening and you can do this um, with me while you're driving. And then when you get home, pick up your journal if if you would like and and just go a little deeper with it or use your uh, mother's guide through autism uh, book and and do this deeper work with me. So this is just the beginning of of the self-compassion in chapter 11, and it's Self-Compassion 101. So I would like for you to know that if you're breathing, you're worthy of this practice. Hopefully you're breathing. Now I want you to slow down, take those three breaths and remind yourself to slow down. So you'll you'll inhale, you'll go in through the nose and you're going to exhale through the back of the throat three times. So go ahead and do that. Oh, I'm doing it with you because it feels so good. Now, make a list of all the self-love and kindness that you're craving today. You know, you might be craving something simple 
like five minutes to yourself, (laughs) or you may be craving something bigger, like, wow, I would really like to get in a workout without any interruptions. I would really like to just have me time, whatever that looks like, whatever you're craving. So let's make a list. What are you daydreaming about? Ask yourself that. What are you daydreaming about? Then I want you to look at your list. Once you've made it, don't judge it. And then I want you to, as you're reading what you're craving on your list, that I want you to understand that and know that everything on your list is possible. Everything on it is possible. Then as you look at your list, pick one item. Pick one item off your list that you're craving or daydreaming about to nurture. And now imagine that you're going to do this, whatever it is that you circled on your list for someone else. Feel the shift? Yes. When you apply this to someone else, you're instantly going to feel a shift in your energy and it's going to feel really good because you're going to nurture your best friend. Now let's shift that, take another breath and shift it back to you. I would like for you to treat yourself in the energy that you just felt if you were going to nurture your very best friend. And feel into that. Now all that's left is for you to go do it. Make an appointment with yourself. Know that this is a game changer. And if you will honor it, you will feel better. And I know if it feels too big, you may not be ready for it. And that's okay too. Begin with the breathing. Begin with the the mantra and apply that, begin with the awareness, and then go to self-compassion 101 and try this exercise for you. Begin with you. I have a hunch that you're already feeling a bit lighter. And I would, I'm going to ask one more thing. I'm going to ask you once you've done your self-compassion 101, that you also add a small act of kindness to your day and start growing that. Self-love leads to peace. It's very simple, but yet very difficult for a mother guide to apply to herself. All right. I hope this episode has motivated you, has absorbed in you, has built awareness within yourself to begin nurturing yourself. And remember, you can look up Self-Compassion 101 in A Mother's Guide Through Autism book. I will be doing a book club coming up very soon. Please be looking for it. Um, This begins in September. September 6th, and it'll be noon central time, and it'll be via 
Zoom. So you guys, anyone, anyone can do this book club. And it's going to be our very first. So it's going to be low cost because again, I am aggressively ambitious to help heal Mother Guide's hearts. So let's begin with self-compassion today. Go back and look at the other two essential pieces of advice if you miss those, because we are building um, all the way through the top 10 list that I have created for you. I am going to uh, be looking um, for other ways, other exercises that I can share with you as we move through the list. So stay tuned. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and like it and share it and stay tuned for more. I'll see you in the next episode for the essential piece of advice on my list. Number four, stay well and stay safe. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and share it on social media. You can download my free guide, Five Things I Wish I Knew Raising My Son with Autism, by going to my website, mothersguidethroughautism.com. Also, please join our Facebook group, Mother's Guide Through Autism, for support. I'm sending you all hope and love. Thanks so much for listening.